Hello and welcome back to the Liberty Blues Network. I'm Sean Osborne. I'm going solo today without my host today, but we are, or I am joined by Tommy Brown again. This is his uh, second appearance on the podcast. So how's it going, Tommy? Doing great, Sean. Man, I I really appreciate you picking me up, uh, especially kind of last minute like this. Uh, You know, I I told my wife, I feel like a presidential candidate. This is my (laughs) second podcast today. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. What other, what other cast were you on? I was actually on Free Solution this morning at nine o'clock with Tim O'Connell. Okay. Uh, and right. uh, I ran, uh, we ran right over, a little over 45 minutes. And uh, I told Tim afterwards, I was like, dude, I said, we could have ran for an hour because I was like, this, you know, what's going on right now is serious here in Washington County. And I feel like podcasts like the Liberty Blues. Uh, free solution even larry sharp shows they really get the message out and it allows people to say hey you know look this guy's got real answers to real problems yeah that's one of the things i really love about uh old larry man he comes up with solutions you know he's a policy guy yeah and you know and i he's rubbed off on me a lot because you know this time around i've got more policy this time than I ever have any other time I've ran. Yeah, that's good. So you want to explain to the listeners what's going on there in Washington County? Yeah, I'd be glad to. Um, Back in 2018, we were mandated by the state to build a new jail. Uh Well, everything, they, they, they done it right i guess according to to their eyes my opponent in november against public opinion basically voted to raise property taxes on everybody in in washington county the bond debt we have right now the balance is over 16 million dollars That's a lot for a county that 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 size. We're only about we're a little little over twenty eight thousand people, and we're mainly a farming county. So uh-huh. you know you, you're right, and when you balance it out, it comes to like five hundred and sixty four dollars a piece. Uh-huh. Uh, when they done that, they didn't realize, I don't think, that taking on a project like that. What it done is it raised the poverty level. The last time I was on your show, Sean, the poverty level for adults was twelve point one. Poverty level for eighteen and under was seventeen point seven. Now, sitting right here, right now, poverty level for adults in Washington County, Indiana, has went to thirteen point four. And 18 and under is now at 18%. And yet my opponent will tell you, oh, we're building Washington County for our future generations. I don't buy that. Nah. I don't buy it at all. That what that's what government does. They 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 feed you a bunch of shit and then they uh then they uh make you poor. <laughs> that, and right? that's exactly what they're doing. There's yeah. been, who, uh, who is your opponent? My opponent is uh, County Commissioner Todd Young, or Todd Ewan. I'm sorry, I did not mean to say Young. I, <laughs> there, 
there's two yeah, different that's guys named job, Todd. right? Yeah, there's two different guys named Todd yeah. um, that are both incumbent Republicans, and they, they both run uh, here in this area, so it's easy to get them confused. So I did not mean to, to say that, but no, his <laughs> name is Todd Ewan. Um, I, it, he and I have had some interaction before. It's never been good yeah. because we share a really fundamental difference in ideology, one, in economics, two, on representation of the people, uh, three, I do not believe and I do not hold with the idea or the ideology of tax and spend. It's a 1980s concept. It went out with Reagan. It's time to change how they do things. You know, I told you off air, they've got a proposed budget for 2023 of over $11 million. And they want to get that, you said, the, by, by, the, by the property taxes. Well, or they got they to raise want, taxes more. That's, that is what they're proposing they want from the state of Indiana. Now, whether they get it or not, that's another story. You spoke uh, of raising taxes. My opponent is looking at raising the income tax level oh my God. in Washington County because they've about milked all they can out of the property taxes. See, what people in Washington County don't know is technically we don't own our own jail. Mm-hmm. The bond company that issued the bonds owns the jail. Uh-huh. When they built the jail, they was like, oh, it'll be a moneymaker. It'll pay for itself. It's kind of hard when you don't rent the beds out. Yeah, right. I'm not a big fan of jails making the state money either. <laughs> well, I, and I'm not either. But, you know, <laughs> I don't want to get onto that because... That's more of a sheriff's election issue. Uh Um, My issue is with Todd is that it just, it it seems like every time you turn around, they're spending more money and they're doing things. They're doing things on no bid contracts. All right. Uh They'll say, They'll say, oh, we need to get bids for this, but there's never, I mean, it's like there, there's, it's always the same people. It's no bid contracts. It's like, oh, well, they got the contract. Let's let them do it. Uh, no competition. It, it, no, there, there's none. There is absolutely none, Sean. Uh, and the scary thing about it is there's no investment into jobs. None. You know, we've got a growth economic partnership. I'm going to have to get into office and really dig into what they're doing. But being somebody that studied Ross Perot in 92 and 96, I don't see the growth. Yeah, there's no no growth right here except for in government. you, You know, and it's... My economic policy, all three of them, are based on the concept of you grow the job base, 
that grows your tax base, that grows the amount of revenue that county government has to use, and it averts you having to raise taxes. Even if you grow the job base five to seven percent, Sean, that's five five to seven percent more revenue that you have coming in. Yeah, you. I mean, you, know, you you raise it that much. That's a good chunk of money. And if you use it right, and you're not wasteful spending, you know, there, there's no problem. You can do that. Yeah. I just had uh, Jeff Moore, he's running for Secretary of State of India, and he was talking about, you know, helping out small businesses. So, so what kind of stuff do you have to do? Uh, what, are your, what are your policy ideas for uh, growing businesses and job opportunities in, in uh, Washington County? Well, right on, you hit part of it right on the head and you didn't even know it. Um, <laughs> of course, everybody knows the job engine for this nation is small business. And my my viewpoint is, is I don't care what people do. You know, it doesn't have to be a large storefront somewhere in the county. I don't care if you start an online business. The fact is, if you are listed with the Chamber of Commerce and you are listed as a business in Washington County, you're going to get sales tax. You're going to get, you're going to pay your income tax. You're, you know, you're going to be pushing revenue into county government. Even if they're online businesses, Sean, it's still job growth and it's small business. Now, yeah, we've got a lot of storefronts that could use business in them. But I know just by common sense, Sometimes that's not always feasible. Sometimes you've got to do, you, you've got to do what they call satellite storage. You know, you're, you're you're working for a larger retailer, but you've got a satellite location. That would right. be fine. Um, I just launched a brand new concept this morning on Tim O'Connor's show. It's called Eco Economy, and basically what that does, Sean, is it brings in. It lets the farmers funnel in. It lets the farmers market funnel in. It lets the homegrown crops from my Victory Garden 2.0, it solidifies that food chain. And then we can start looking at looking to, you know, get a company in here that manufactures solar panels, get a company in here that manufactures fuel cells. The fuel of tomorrow is going to be hydrogen. Uh, hydrogen fuel is already in in the southern areas around Washington County. There's a few gas stations that has hydrogen. You know, we've got a water source here that we can't use for anything but recreation and fishing. Why are we not letting somebody come in here and make hydrogen fuel? That is, them are all jobs of tomorrow. Uh, one of the big ones that I'm really looking at is to get more farmers in Washington County to grow hemp. If we can get oh, yeah. a hemp co-op started in Washington County, Sean, that's jobs because that's a processing right. plant right off the bat. Right. Yeah, you know, hemp legalization, uh, marijuana legalization would be nice too. Keeps keep the people out of that prison there, and you know, it's definitely good for the economy. If you don't do what California did to it, tax the hell out of it. <laughs> See now that see that right there is my fear. I'm afraid whatever 
because I've already stated, unless unless I change my mind, John, if I do win in November against Todd Ewan, um, my plan is to probably do one term. Now, if things are going really well, um, we might think about it. But I, you know, I am not a politician by any stretch of the imagination. I'm a statesman and I'm a public servant, you know, and I, and I've told people before, you know, I'll show you how to do it right, but mm -hmm. don't get comfortable because you're going to have to learn to do, you know, you're going to have to learn to stand on your own two feet and do it after I'm gone because, you know, that's the part that that's the job of a statesman. He goes, he serves in public eye, and then he goes back to whatever he was doing. Right. Yeah, not these career politicians. Do you have any, uh, uh, like, say, uh, younger libertarians that are following you that you can kind of uh, uh, mentor into how to run? Because you've done it a few times now that you, that you help, to, help to learn how to run for office over there. That is the one thing I wish we had. I wish we had a youth movement. Um, it hasn't happened yet. Hopefully, if myself and maybe one other libertarian can get into office come November and start getting through the mess, hopefully that will start a, a chain reaction and we'll get some youth growth in here. Uh -huh. um, you know, even... Even if the if all they want to do is join the party to run as a libertarian and get that nomination, you know, that'd be great because I'd be more than glad to show people how to do this. It's yeah. not hard. Uh, you know, the but the thing is, is you know, like today, today has been a hectic day for me. I've done this is my second podcast today, and I'm looking at probably doing one or two more next week if I can get them scheduled. So, you know. Mm -hmm you get out of it exactly what you put into it. And hopefully what I'm doing is I'm putting in enough sweat equity. I can get elected so I can make things better for people in Washington County. Yeah. How, how is the, the party like uh, in, in Washington County, you guys have like uh, monthly meetings or anything people can, can come meet you and stuff at? Yes, we do. Uh, matter of fact, it's the third Thursday of every month. Uh, we meet at a restaurant here in town called Mama Rose's. They have a, a separate room and we typically have the entire room to ourselves generally speaking we will have seven to eight people mm -hmm. uh and it's it's really cool because the ninth district rep for the state of indiana greg al almost always attends our meetings and it's really nice to have your ninth district rep there um, in case, you know, we have questions, because, you know, I, I had a question for him uh, Thursday night and was able to get an answer immediately because he does. He shows up. Uh -huh. um, What's the so, ninth district? What is that? That is the district region that I'm in for uh, Senator Congress. It, it's it oh, maybe okay. The ninth OK. Um, but, yeah, that's that's kind of how that that's how the LPIN has it broke up. Uh -huh. uh, and Greg's a really good district rep. Uh, you know, he's helped me out quite a bit. But, uh, you know, like I said, Sean, we've got problems here in Washington County. And unfortunately, the current county commissioner, Mr. Todd Ewan, 
is not doing anything to fix these problems. If anything, he's adding to the problems. Yeah, that's what government does. You know, they, 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 they get this idea in their head. That, oh, we're going to do A. They never think of the other consequences, the ripple effect of that stuff, uh, you know. And, you know, they, they're so dead focused on what they want. You know, it's just like they, they say to hell with all the consequences and side effects of it, blowback or whatever you want to call it. And it's just, that's why we need less government in this stuff. You know, just get government out of the way and pe let people do business so long as they're not hurting anybody. You hit the nail right on the head. I, I am a full believer in the libertarian non-aggression pact. Um, I also believe what Thomas Jefferson said about aggression. Uh, you know, I shared that here a couple of days ago. And I, I've, I've told people several times that, uh, you know, on top of the NAP for the Libertarian Party, I will add what Thomas Jefferson said about aggression to that, and I will function by that. I'm the only county commissioner candidate that has vowed, I mean, outright vowed, I will not only follow the U.S. Constitution, but I will follow the state constitution and the Declaration of Independence to the letter. If it's not done by the book, there's no sense in doing it. Yeah. Yeah, there's a, and there's no precedent for it. <laughs> you know? Exactly right. That's like, okay, that's like this morning. Tim brought up the fact that his county government meets every, it's like, once once a month on a Wednesday at 10 a.m. Uh, okay. If you do a survey and you poll how many people work day shift, most of your population, I know here in, in Washington County it's that way, most people work day shift. Right. The night shifters, they're in bed. Right. The second shifters, they're probably still in bed. So the, the odds of you getting a large public opinion at a meeting is probably null and void. Right. And it, it, it's heartbreaking because I know the people in this community. I grew up here. This county made me what I am. I know these people care, and I know they have a voice. But, Sean, when you do meetings at 9 a.m., I'm sorry. You're violating a public trust. You know, here in Los Angeles, they, they, they don't even let you in the meetings that, you know, when they have meetings that you have to go on Zoom. Like, they're still, they're still not allowing in-person meetings with the city council or anything like that. Yeah, oh, wow. See, now, they, they, ne they never stopped. They never shut down in person. Uh -huh. You had, you know, back when COVID was a big thing, you know, you had to wear a mask. But, you know, that that was no big deal. My issue is, and hopefully after the break, we can I, we can delve into this a little bit further. Uh -huh. My big thing is, is my opponent has openly stated that they don't want dialogue with the people. Oh man, yeah. That's crazy. It's in it's yeah, it's ludicrous because if if you look back at the founding of this nation, Sean, our founding fathers, that's what they relied on. 
yeah. was the voice from the people. You know, if I'm not mistaken, you used to be able to go knock on the White House door. Yeah, you used to be able to do that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you used to be able to, we used to be able to do a lot of things. You know, here in Los Angeles, we used to be able to go in restaurants that we wanted to. <laughs> you know, it, not it, anymore. It, it, um, in 2018, during that public meeting for the property taxes, um, the uh, my opponent was was one that I addressed this to, and I asked him straight up, "Have any of you went out to your district and talked to your constituents about what you are about ready to do?" And before we started public comments, it was stated, and I quote, this body will not answer any questions, but we will listen to your comments. Oh, man. <laughs> They're not answerable to anybody, huh? Evidently, they they don't feel like they owe the the... The people that voted them, they don't they don't act like they owe them an explanation. Their explanation is, is well, you elected us to office. You're just going to have to trust us. Oh, I don't operate that way. And I don't want my county government or my commissioner to operate that way. And if they start to operate that way, they need to be ousted. Right. How many people are on the on the board? Uh, the commissioners are divided into three districts. There's three total. Three. Uh, mine is, uh, my race is for district two, which is, if you look at Washington County, it's literally the center section from the south all the way to the north. It's from county line to county line right up the middle. Okay. But, right on. Um, well, let, let's take a little break and then we'll come back and talk about some more some more of that and everything else. Okay. All right, Sean. Good deal. All right, everybody. I've got a new album coming out on April 15th. The title is Free People. There's a very special track on there, though. It's called Take Human Action. It's a re rework of the old folk tune, The Worried Man Blues. I turned it into Take Human Action, and I want to donate all the royalties to the Mises Caucus. So the more you listen, the more you give. It's a great way to give without spending a dime. I also invited a lot of the Meacocks from the Facebook group and a few other that I knew uh, to send in some tracks. So it's a group event, and there's several people playing on it. We had a big libertarian hootenanny so please listen to it on april 15th and listen often and give to the mises caucus thank you very much and back to the show We're talking about the the, the district, um, and and they don't want to answer. Uh, how how are like uh, how how good is your campaign doing right now? Do you feel like you're getting some traction? Are, are they writing about you in the newspaper? 
or is the are, are the Republicans pushing back too hard and not making it possible? Well, I'm going to be honest with you. I think we're doing rather well. Uh, we went, uh, the county party <clears throat> had a booth at the county fair. I was there every night but one <laughs> in the booth, talking to people, getting my name out. Sean, I had a hundred magnets made up for the fair. <laughs> I had some volunteers working with me that was walking on the on the main drag of the fair, you know, just working a little bit, you know, getting my name out. Yeah. Those hundred magnets, Sean, was gone completely in a night and a half. Gone. Nice. Um, my opponent, Mr. Todd Ewan, showed up for one night of the fair. Uh -huh. I was there every night but one. Uh -huh. The other thing that, that I'm really, really, really happy about is, you know, once people realized that I, I, I didn't realize how many people didn't know I was running. You know, I've got about uh, 215, 216 people in my campaign group on Facebook. Probably 93% of those people can all vote for me. But uh -huh. when, when we went to the fair, I didn't realize that people that knew me did not realize it until they seen the magnet. And then the light bulb kicked on. Uh -huh. And it's like, wow, somebody we can trust. That's awesome. He's got my vote. Nice. And now you asked about the newspaper. Yeah. The newspaper is, they're doing really good by us as a party. Yeah. Um, I, I'm, I'm one of those, I try not to, to bog the paper down because the newspaper is kind of, that. you know, they're, they're in a touchy spot. You know, they've got a lot to cover. And I know people in Washington County, they get tired of political ads. So I try not to bog them down. But, you know, they done a they done a write up on the uh, candidates for, for the fall election. And Sean, I got front page billing out of it. So I really oh, nice. complain. You know, I was on the front page. I was uh, I, I was mentioned right after our chairman, uh -huh. um, which I thought was just absolutely phenomenal. Uh, you know, they the paper was gracious enough. They published my letter to the editor the not shortly after I got the party nomination. So yeah, I mean, the press has been good to me, really, really good to me. That's I, good. I can't I, I can't brag enough about them. Um, and then, like I said, just the overall reaction of people has been um, kind of mind blowing, Sean. I, I really <laughs> didn't. I, after 2018, I really didn't know if if the people were serious. And there's been a running question through this campaign, and it still applies today. And it's simple. Are you ready for real change yet? Because in 2018, they reelected everybody on that board that raised property taxes across the board. They reelected every one of them including my opponent. And I bet you things aren't any better any place. <laughs> no, actually, they're probably a little bit worse. Yeah. So 
you know, I feel like, and I know, you know, Larry Sharp has, has told me this. Uh, Tim O'Connor has told me this. It's hard for a third party candidate. It really, really is. Um, sadly, Indiana, do what? Absolutely, it is. <laughs> you know, sadly, Indiana is still one of those states where you can straight ticket vote. Yeah, that sucks. I, that is that is detrimental uh-huh. to somebody like me who, if it wasn't for straight ticket voting, would probably have already been in office. Right. You know, we got out here in California, we have something even worse. We have top two. So sometimes, you know, like in the primaries, the top two go on to the to the election. A lot of times we have Democrat running against Democrat. Well, that's that doesn't <laughs> that, that doesn't uh, that really doesn't um, that don't it's benefit hideous. anybody, because if the Republicans can't get enough votes to get in. um. Yeah, we have a one-party system here pretty much. Well, yeah, and that's, you know, I think that's going on everywhere, just to be yeah. honest with you. Uh, you know, it's it's been stated many times that the the Republicans and the Democrats are different sides of the same coin, and sometimes yeah. they're the same side. Yeah, right. You know, what we've been doing out here is we're trying to run a lot of um, uh, uh, neighborhood councils. We actually had a libertarian run two years ago for neighborhood county as Studio City, um, and he got elected. And now he's the the chair of the of the of the of the, of the neighborhood council. So, I, and I, as I understand it, that neighborhood council is pretty libertarian. Uh, so we're trying to get that going on around, you know, that you know, hit up those really really local elections. You know, that's 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 a great strategy. You know, my cover photo on both the group and my Facebook profile says the tree of liberty is nourished from the roots. Start mm-hmm. local. And yep. that's where it's got to start, Sean. And yep. so I am really, really proud of the campaign team that I have. Uh, I've got a lot of good people working with me. Uh, Chris Thrasher uh, from uh, up in New Jersey. Uh, I've got him working with me. Uh, you know, Tom Monka from up in northern Indiana, he's working with me. You know, I've got a lot of really good people working with me. And we're all just just blown away because this campaign has literally been a grassroots movement. And it's starting to really, uh, I guess you could say, fester because you know, if, if people vote the way they're talking, I very well could get in this time, Sean. That's what I like to hear. I definitely like to hear that. Is is Washington County one of the counties that um, Rainwater came in second place? Yes, he was. Uh, yeah. Don done Don done very well here in Washington County. Done very well. Yeah. You know, I uh, speak. Uh, you mentioned Rainwater. I, I've got to throw this out there. Uh, I'm the only commissioner candidate that has been endorsed by Larry Sharp, Don Rainwater, Don Rainwater's Liberty Essential Pack, and I was endorsed by Indiana Normal. Right now, Sean, going into November, I'm carrying about 12 endorsements. Nice. Yes. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. 
Yeah, because uh, that you know that helps with uh, you know maybe get Donald down there to help you out. You know, uh, doing some campaigning. You know, get you know get get that uh, get that out there. That'd be great since he endorsed you. See if he can get you down that get down there and help out some. I would love to have Don come down and and you know at least you know if nothing else, I know we're planning on doing a meet and greet. Uh, yeah. sometime here probably september uh, i would love to have don come down and, and not only help me but but help everybody running we've got four local people that includes myself uh four total uh we're, we're all constitutional following libertarians and you know for a guy like rainwater to come down and and stand with us at a meet and greet would do wonders because there was a oh, lot yeah. of people in washington county that are probably not actual registered libertarians that swung his way. So yeah, you're, you're right. Getting somebody in here like rainwater would be huge. Yeah. I was really happy. I got to meet him in Reno. He's a, he's a hell of a nice guy. Yes, he is. He's, uh, and you know, he's got a really good business sense about him. I've learned a lot from Don, um, you know, some of my economic package, believe it or not, has come from rainwater. Mm. Yeah. Are, are there any other uh, libertarians running in Washington County for any other positions? Yes, there are. Matter of fact, and I'm glad you asked. I, I'm always glad to tell who these people are. Uh, our chair, Rhonda Green, is running for District 3 County Council. All right. Um, and then uh, our other candidate is Mr. David Norton. He's running for District 4 County Council. And then Rhonda's husband, Max, he is uh, going to attempt to run for sheriff. And, you know, like I said, we're all for constitutional, small government, uh, low spending, low taxes. You know, we all follow suit pretty much one right after the other. And uh, but no, th thanks for asking about that, Sean. I really appreciate that. That gets their name out there, too. Yeah, um, I know here a couple of weeks ago, Rhonda now is able to do uh, podcasts from where she lives. Uh, she had me and her husband on with her the first time. And then about a week, week and a half ago, uh, she called me and we set up and her and I done a podcast. And then short, well, we're going to try to work it out. But here, eventually, we are going to do one with all four of us on, and all of those will be available on YouTube. Uh, and what, what's the podcast called? It's uh, That Green Woman is, is the name of the podcast. Uh -huh. uh, you can look her up on, uh, on YouTube, or if you want to watch the video, uh, the, the podcast with me is actually on, is in the campaign group. And I've also shared it to my regular Facebook profile. All right. So one of the things I was going to ask you about I, I, that we were talking about a little bit in the earlier segment was like uh, outreach to youth. Uh, what, what, what do you want to do to uh, do outreach to youth uh, groups? I know like uh, the new chair of the National Party, Angela McArdle, was uh, or till tomorrow is chair of Los Angeles County still. Tomorrow, hopefully we're electing Dan Welby as the new chair here. Uh, be a great successor to her but uh one of the things she did is she went and spoke at high schools like she'd go to a civics class or something like that and, you know talk to the civics teacher 
uh, going in. And uh, I believe she actually ran into somebody that's actually, uh, uh, she's a young girl, like uh, 17, 18 years old, and she, uh, Alex, and I think she's running for uh, one of our region representatives here uh, in, uh, uh, tomorrow. So do uh, you, you guys do anything like that? Not yet, Sean. We, we haven't. You know, that, that's something that, that, you know, I would like to do mm -hmm. um, because, you know, you, you're exactly right. If we don't get the youth involved now, there's it, – it's going to be a bleak future. And here yeah, in Washington – Get them before they start voting. <laughs> well, yeah, you, you would hope – you know, my thing is, is I would want to catch – you know, about seventh grade through about yeah. sophomore year and and hit that age group right there because uh -huh. that's that's several generations right there in a row. Yeah. If you can hit them there, um, you know, that would be that'd be a really good outreach program. Yeah. I think the other thing that's gonna help us is should I be elected in November, and I'm probably gonna do it even if I don't get in. But, you know, my top topic in this campaign has been cybersecurity. You yeah. and I talked about it the yeah. last time I was on here. Um, I really feel like that if we don't educate our kids on how to be safe when they're online, you know, they're going to be a victim. And it's if you start young, you can affect a, a mighty change. And I feel like if I can get in and get my policy established to where it's not just focusing on business and infrastructure, but it's teaching everybody how to be safe online, you know, Sean, there's another outreach program for the youngsters. It's like, right. you know, hey, the libertarian guy that's commissioner, he's the one teaching me how to be safe online. I think I ought to join the libertarian party and help him. Yeah. Because you're teaching, not forcing. <laughs> exactly. It's it's not about force. There is nothing in my campaign about force. Nope. Yeah, that's great, man. That all sounds good. So, you know, that's kind of where I'm at right now, Sean. It's, uh, yeah. you know, I, I it's like I told you, I, I've got one more topic and I, I'm not going to I'm not going to divulge it yet. I'm going to wait till September to, to divulge it. All right. Uh, the eco economy, that topic is for the month of August. But since I was on Tim's podcast this morning, I was on yours this evening. I thought, well, let's go ahead. We're close enough to August. Let's go <laughs> ahead and drop it. Uh, that way I've got from now till the end of August. I can really push that topic. Yeah. And then toward the end of August, I'll go ahead and drop my second one which what I'm hoping this does, Sean, I really hope this will draw new people to me that may have heard bits and pieces, but this new economic policy, it basically draws everything in to one umbrella. They're all separate, but if we can get them to all kind of work together like a set of gears, we're going to be fine. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm interested to hear about it. You have to come back on then when, when you do it. Maybe maybe you can come on with uh, some of those other uh, people running over there and you guys can all talk about your different policies or you know they can come on separate too. But Well, you know, you know when, 
I, I'm, I am more than happy to, uh, to let Rhonda and Max and David know about the Liberty Blues podcast. Uh, I will let them know how to get a hold of you. Uh, I think it'd be great if, if the other three could get on here and yeah. be a part of what I've been a part of twice. You know, yeah. uh, I, I'm planning on going back on Tim's show. Uh, hopefully we can get that scheduled sometime in September. Uh, you know, that, that would be twice with him. This is twice with you. And I've been on twice with Larry Sharp. So, nice. you know, that's, that's pretty good numbers, really. Yeah. Yeah. And Larry, Larry pulls some pretty good podcast numbers too. So that's good. I, I was joking with, with Tim O'Connor this morning. I told him, I was like, man, if I'd ever run for president, I could probably carry New York. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's great. Yeah, I had one other thing I wanted to ask you about. Uh, how long ago did the uh, constitutional carry come into play there in, in Indiana? Seemed like it came in just in time. That came in July one uh, yeah. is, is when that is when that happened. Uh -huh. uh, the interesting thing about that, I'm glad you brought that up. Uh, my wife and I both uh, early on in the year applied for lifetime personal protection permits. Uh, I, I, I will let you and I will let your listeners know I am fully pro Second Amendment. I, oh, yeah. I, I believe in personal protection. I believe that a person needs to go out and purchase a firearm legally, get training, learn how to use it, learn how to defend yourself. But anyway, we got the we, we passed the background check. Everything came back fine. So I was carrying my lifetime personal protection permit july one comes along well i i was like guys don't get rid of that you i'm telling you you're gonna need it well i just happened to bump into a police officer friend of mine at the fair and i asked him i was like hey with constitutional carry on i was like how's this gonna work if you pull me over he goes do you have a pistol permit i'm like yes i do he goes when you hand me your license and registration He's like, make sure that pistol permit is in that stack and just let me know where that is. Okay. I'm like, dude, that's that's easy. I can do that. But right. no, uh, I am. I, I'm pro Second Amendment, have been my whole life. Uh, you know, if it's it, it's a right, and I, and I feel like it's a right that people need to take advantage of. Absolutely. Because you know, we, we seen it just north of me in Greenwood, Indiana. Yeah. Uh, they had a mall shooting. If it hadn't have been for the guy carrying legally, that could have been a lot worse. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he got, he, he took the guy down in 15 seconds. Yep. You know, so, I mean, you know, you think uh, he killed three people in that 15 seconds and wounded two others at the very least, it had been a few minutes where the cops got there. Yeah, and you and know, then you might, you never know. I mean, maybe Hoosier cops are a little bit better than the Texas cops. Maybe they would actually have done something, but you never know. Why would you want to take that chance? Is right. my question. <laughs> yeah. Why would you want to take that chance? I don't, I don't want to take that chance in the slightest bit. I, I I love what that guy did. I saw that and I was like, man, I'm proud of that man. Yeah, you know, uh, and the thing was, is he engaged him under live fire. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's 20, amazing. 22 years old, 
and he engaged the guy under live fire. Uh-huh. That's with, with a handgun hard- against you know against a rifle, which a lot of people say, "Oh, that's not going to happen." You know, they well, you know he went in there with the handgun and took the man out, and and, and he done it. You know now. Yeah. He had to fire 10 rounds to get it done, but there again, he was under fire. Another good reason not to have uh, uh, magazine limitations. What if he'd have had a nine, right? Well, if he'd have had a a double stack nine, he'd have had 16 shots. (laughs) Right. But no, that, that was a perfect example of personal protection permit and, and second amendment Mm -hmm. doing exactly he protected himself. He protected his girlfriend, and he protected the people there at the food court. Yeah, yeah. He 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 guided people behind him so that they wouldn't get caught in the fire, as I understand it. So I mean, yes, could, could couldn't have been a better better. Uh, I mean, other than the guy getting having killed a few people, it couldn't have been a better uh, thing. You know, too bad he couldn't have got him quicker. But you know, no, all things but, considered, you know, you know, all things considered, you know, unfortunately, there, there was three people that lost their lives. Uh, and there's there's three families that are going to have to to mourn that loss. But, uh, you know, you're, you're right, Sean, that that could have not worked out any better. Um, you know. It is what it is. But there again, you know, that that's just a glaring reason of why I'm pro Second Amendment. Right. Yes, indeed, sir. Well, do you want to give out your information, like where people can reach you, uh, your Twitter handle, your Facebook, uh, where they can donate, of course? Well, I'm going to be honest with you. With inflation being what it is, I have not really pushed the donation issue. Uh Um, I just, I don't feel, I have never been one that campaign donating or campaign fundraising is obscene. Um, but that that's that's another wormhole we don't need to go down. Yeah. Uh, over on Twitter, you can find me at Tommy Brown the third number one. And if you go over to Facebook, the Facebook group is simply Tommy Brown the third for County Commissioner District Two. Uh, both of those are are good. I am very active on Twitter, and I'm I'm very active in the group. I will. Uh, there's days I may post four or five times on the Facebook group. Now, Twitter, that's another story. I'm active on it pretty much all day long. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's good. Um, you know, since since uh, since you don't take a lot of donations, how, how about volunteer? You'll just reach out to you there. What kind of volunteers would you like? Yes. yes. If, if you would like, if you're in Washington County and you would like to volunteer to help me, I know we've got, uh, some neighborhood canvassing coming up, uh, and I believe me, I would greatly take volunteers for that. Um, then in November, you know, I'm I'm going to need volunteers again to to be at the polls and 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 talking to people that you know, hey, Tommy's running for commissioner. Here's your chance to get real change in. So yeah, they can reach out to me either on Twitter or on Facebook. Um, and, and that's anybody in Washington, well, anybody anywhere. If, if you come to Washington County and you want to help me, let me know, and, and we will facilitate a way for you to help me. But, yeah, volunteering is, is going to be key for this one. Yeah, that sounds good, man. Well, is there anything else you wanted to hit up before we get off of here? 
No, man. I, I tell you what, again, Sean, thanks for picking me up. I know this was kind of last minute, but it's it, it, you and I kind of fall in the same category of me and Tim this morning. We've been trying to do this for a time. <laughs> And it's like every time we got close, there was a roadblock. So yeah, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm very grateful. Uh, thanks for picking me up. Again, I do want to apologize for the first start of this podcast. Uh, did not mean to, to misstate the name. Uh, that, that was a slip. And, and I, I apologize for it. But, you know, the cool thing was, is we caught it. So yeah, Sean, we need to get young. We need to get young out of there, too. We just got to get the <laughs> got to get a. Uh, I got to get the uh, more libertarians elected up in there. I really think that James that's running against him has a really good shot. I really do. Yeah. Yeah. All right, John, my friend, you take care. Thanks so yep. much for picking me up, brother. Appreciate it. Yeah. Thank you very much for all you do for Liberty over there in Washington County. And uh, everybody who's listening, please, uh, you know, rate and review the podcast. We need more reviews out there. Get some reviews going. Uh, we're available on audible uh, we're available on Google, on Amazon, Spotify, Apple, and a bunch of other places I can't think of right, right off the end. So follow us, subscribe us, rate, review, share the hell out of it, and check out my new album wherever you listen to music, Free People, and spread the, mu uh, spread the word of liberty with music. And we'll see you next time on the Liberty Blues.